Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Krista Rosa. I am here with my friend, Rebecca Missel. Hello. Who is going to be co-hosting. If you um, listen to 100% with Serena and Chris at all, you've heard Rebecca's voice many a time. Today, it's a little more Kathleen Turner husky, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. We're to all do like good... affected. All of our right. voices are right. affected. I'm going to do like, my I, best. I already know I'm not going to sound like yeah. myself. <laughs> um, and uh, we did an episode called Let's Talk About Fat. Um, and that was actually the highest rated, uh, episode of my podcast that got the most views ever. So I would kind of like to recreate this with the person that you kind of conferred with before coming (laughs) on the podcast, Miss Lillian Bustle. Um, Lillian has a podcast called the body podcast, correct? Yes, that's right. And it is very successful. Um, and she also is a burlesque performer and she, um, does burlesque performances in Jersey City under the name JC Burlesque. Yes, correct. Um, and so I want to have you guys, I want to have you ladies here, and I want to talk about, I want to do like, let's talk about fat too. Um, I'm someone who the has fattening. been, yeah, <laughs> the fattening. I'm someone who I weigh probably 155 pounds and have my, most of my adult life, and I've really never had any kind of like, I've always been that weight and been fine with it. And so I am an outside looking in as someone who would need to wear clothing that may not be carried in all in all stores. Someone that does. Um, yeah. So I want I'm basically going to be like the stupido that doesn't know anything <laughs> about anything. And you guys are going to give me your take on it. But first, I would like to talk about Lillian. Um, tell me a little bit about your podcast and also what. um body positivity means to you sure uh i co-host the body podcast with uh actress liza poor she's awesome yeah she's rad and we um we have people on for interviews um we sort of jam about like pop culture things and basically we cover mostly things that are about fat acceptance um but recently we did uh an interview with a gal about um the black community and natural hair Mm. and things like that I listen. Um, there is a there is for me body positivity is more about is more than just size acceptance but that it really has its roots in the fat acceptance community. Yeah. So um when you're saying like what is what is body positivity and what does it mean to you? It's funny because up until recently um I kind of understood what it meant to me, but somebody that I saw put it like this it is body positivity is about uplifting all marginalized bodies. Okay. Exactly. Being positive about your body mm-hmm. is confidence. Self-love. That self-love, yeah. that self-esteem. Um, that, and that's great too. And you can get that out of the body positivity movement. Um, but a lot of folks, especially the folks on the fat acceptance end who see, I don't know, like that Dove ad or, or like right. especially big corporations who are now. The Dove ad. ad. <laughs> the Dove ad. Like her shot heard around the world. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, we yes. don't have to go into it. But, well, any, yeah, but yes, but yeah. But everyone knows. Like Everyone now, knows exactly what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. The corporations who are now cashing in on it, mm-hmm. people who do CrossFit and are using the hashtag as body positivity, stuff like that. <laughs> 
if it, it or or Futspo, any of that, um, it, it's it is taking away from the original message, exactly, um, and watering it down and making it harder for us who are looking for that. Um, the acceptance and celebration of marginalized bodies, it's making it watered down and harder for us to find each other. And, and the key just, word is, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, just to sort of like bring in like what is marginalized bodies, right? That's so, what I was yep, literally about to say. On it, on yeah. it, on it. So, right, so part of what, you know, body, any body that is not the quote typical body that you're seeing presented in mainstream media. So, bodies that are either of a different size, they're fat, um, Old people, older people's bodies, disabled bodies, yes. right? Sometimes people would say trans bodies or bodies that have been shaped by um, it's people. Not not that this is necessarily inherent of trans people, but bodies that have been maybe changed by surgery and, or by illness or things like that. And just any, you know, this and it folds into ableism and being empowering people who have different abilities and things like that. So to me back to the problem you know the problematic dove ad or any of these other campaigns that are all about fitspo and body positivity or like you know curves are the new black fitspo anyway (laughs) right or that things like that like trying to explain that like just because you put a size eight or ten model in something versus a size two model does not mean you're body positive right like I want to see, there's a wonderful Instagram called Body Posi Panda. I love her. She's amazing. She has a book coming out. She's rad. I also shout out, because I always love to shout her out as Virgie Tovar, because yes. she's just a badass of the Body Posi world. And the both of them, I think, are really great at centering the full spectrum of what it is to be body positive. Um, I think while their own experiences are mostly in fat acceptance, and like thinking about that, um, although I would characterize body posi pandas probably being straight sized ish yeah, adjacent. She, she but talks a lot about um, eating disorders, exactly, and stuff too, exactly. which is not n- not always the focus of the right. fat acceptance folks. Right, but she just—they're doing amazing work. If you want, if you're like somebody who's like, "What does this even mean?" and I'm a visual learner, I would direct you to both of those Instagram pages to help you really think through what it can look like and what it really means. And then I think to say that your body positive, again, to sort of to Lillian's point, isn't just about that personal self-confidence and self-love. It's about standing up for other bodies and other people who are marginalized, who maybe don't have the resources or the bandwidth or the, um, space or the like you know the, the visibility to be to able do it themselves to do yeah. it themselves yeah um, similar similar to us as all white people yes. doing it for people exactly. of color yeah. yes someone else who's doing a great job of that is ash with a podcast called the fat lip um she is everybody calls everybody's free to identify how they want to identify <laughs> um i believe that she i had identified as a supersized person mm-hmm. um and she recently coined the phrase infinifat yes. um and she yeah so Infinif- check out like, infinifat okay. and, and the and the um hashtag infinifashion uh and she was basically talking about how she is bigger than most clothes are anywhere right. like right. she yeah. um has a very limited uh Ch- shopping what am i looking for she like like, like like there's not a lot of stores you're gonna go into and just be like oh look this fits me and this yes. fits me and this fits yeah me. she is a size that isn't even a measurable size right um and i love that okay she, okay got, yes. it. got it got so it got it she is holding space 
for people at the larger end of the spectrum mm-hmm. who are very often ignored or um, uh, shunned. Like unclothable because they don't right. have, no one makes their size. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So isolated, invisible. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, uh, we were talking before this started about different like stores that are doing things that are like they're they're sizing better they're doing this they're including more people and then some that aren't some that think that they or say that they are and they're not um i'm someone that can walk in i can walk in any store and i know that like a medium or maybe a large if it's like a european brand will fit me and <laughs> i have white, shoulder. you, I have white shoulders i have white shoulders yeah. yeah looking at zara um and, and um what are some stores that you have found that you really enjoy that are doing a good job of like including sizes, more sizes so if you're or no, about, or are there not? Well, if you're talking about <laughs> brick and mortar um, stores, that's getting less and less for everybody. Right. But it's, it's so much of a heartbreak for people who are wearing larger sizes because our bodies have uh, more diversity. Like I am yes. a size 22 and size 22 bodies because of the way um, fat sits on your body and because of your frame can be shaped far more differently than people who are your size and maybe yes. like a little shorter or a little bit taller and, and male also. Right. Yeah. That's the other and thing right. that is like a woman, even like someone who's not reaching for that kind of size, like it, every one women's bodies in general, in my opinion, are at least are way more like varied. varied yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and can vary much more because of the different fat pockets that you have on yep. your body that men just don't have. Yeah. 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 So, um, I do most of my shopping online already, but every so often, Same. um, I get, I don't know. I've been stuck and I, I really needed to buy a pair of pants for You're work. Like, oh fuck. I need to get like a right. dress for something like yeah, yesterday yeah. that popped up. This is like, literally I don't know the conversation to, yeah. we had on the way here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or like something for an audition if I'm doing something like that. And, um, I get so panicked. I get so panicked. Um, uh, the the things the places that I like to order from I'd like to specifically shout out Smart Glamour. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this gal she's amazing. A, she's in it's a one woman show. I don't know if you know that Mallory Dunn does it's all amazing. of the stuff. She started a couple of years ago doing um, very inclusive runway shows as okay. um, part of her own thing during Fashion Week, and um, you it's all made to order, and you can send for like a couple extra bucks. She has a very clear sizing guide, which is right. Like, amazing just like it's very so well done yeah. yeah yeah um and also for a little extra money you can send her your measurements um oh, and there's because it's made to order so why not just right. make it to, and there's like make any it size, to order like now literally yeah. any size like yeah. it's not like oh made to order up to a 4x right no. like it's, yeah yeah right like you can get whatever you want and yeah. and she like when bralette started hitting the trends like she started making those she she really keeps up on things and puts her own spin on things and i think that she's really yeah. awesome but the and her runways are will make you cry. They're yeah, so yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um, and um, also, uh, this dress that I'm wearing, which has cats. Cat, it's like a galaxy. cat galaxy. Yeah. I got this at Plus Brooklyn, but it's a brand yeah. called Retrolicious. They used to be, I think that they're still part of Mod Cloth, but Mod Cloth yeah. is now owned by Walmart, and I don't want to give them any more of my money. Problematic so. faves. Yep. Um, so those are, my, those are my big ones right now, and there's also a company called eShakti, which mm-hmm. I, I... So my issue with eShakti is that they use... All, almost all of the same model, and it's a size yeah. like eight or or. It's six. hard to envision yourself in Eshakti land. It is, yeah. But I have gotten to know their products so well mm-hmm. that I can I can look at something. And I'm like, oh well, that's an empire way, so I know how that's going to fit me yeah. here. That's but the just du- like any I don't other like store. the Dupioni, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. 
So I'm sort of in a different place because I'm like, I'm a 14. So in some stores, that's cool. And I can walk in mm-hmm. and I can find things. And in other stores, that is not remotely possible. Again, looking at you, Zara. Um, so I think it's really, and there's been other times in my life where I have been like an 18 or a 20 yeah. and where it was extremely limited. Uh, we were talking before we started recording about how things have changed and why, you know, I will like say that there are some stores target just launched a couple of new lines that go up, um, to uh, either like a 26 or 28, uh, loft just debuted a new extended sizing up to a 26, which again is not fully inclusive. Uh, I think Lane Bryant goes up to at least like a 32, 28. I don't know. It's been a long time and since I worked there. And you can order extended sizes and you from can them order, too. Right. But, but they are not great about carrying. Exactly. They don't have it stuff. in their stores. Yeah. yeah. Some of the stores don't even have petites and, and longs. They right. only carry the regular exactly. sizes. And they're like, we can order it for you. Right. So there's well, like, I mean, like, no. And I like want to try it. I don't order shop online for clothing at all. Oh my God. Like, like, all at I do. all. It's and such I, a nightmare. It's literally it's, all it's I do. Because just from the fact of like, I want to try it out and make sure I like it yeah. and actually feel the quality yes, of the clothing. Exactly. exactly. That's the other thing is like. Sometimes it looks like it has pockets and it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and like some things are just. Pe- Half of the clothes online that you find these random like online things, the clothes are shit. Yeah, like yep. actually, like the actual quality yep. of the clothing is bad. Yes. so it's like hard. The I don't shop online because it's <laughs> problematic for me, let alone. <laughs> so I do a substantive chunk of my shopping online because I know then that they will have my size. Yes, because being like a fourteen means that most places will make that size, but they may not have it in the store. So for example, like J crew, I'm not sure if this is still the case, but for a long time there, they would only sell up to a 12 in the store, but you could go online. So it's like, Hey fatty, you're, you're, we want get out of money. Don't come in our store Please at all. Don't come yeah. in our store. And like, and I think so it's really, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's changed a lot. Like I said, like since like when I was a kid or like coming up, like as a, in my like teens and twenties, like Lane Bryant, Torrid. That was it. That was it. Like I want, I do want to shout out though the Sears Pretty Plus section. Thanks, mom. <laughs> a really dope denim rompery, jumpery nice. thing from there. Nice. Made an impression. Could have um, worn it today. Like back in fi- back in style. For real? No. <laughs> oh my god. But for I mean, like it was. I mean, prom dress shopping, any kind of formal dress shopping as like a teenager. When I was like a senior in high school and was like a 16, 18, it wasn't cool. Everything was frumpy and matronly. Oh, yeah. It's like Mother of the Bride dresses. I had totally. my prom dress made. Right. Right. And I think I probably still like stylistically have anxiety about looking overly frumpy because of the fashion oh. that was imposed on me. That's yeah. why I'm almost 40 and I'm wearing a dress covered <laughs> in galaxy kittens. Yeah. I, I, yeah. God yeah. forbid I wear something and someone tells me I look professional. I'm like, no, I'm never wearing this. Again. Yeah. You have to just burn yeah, this. Yeah. yeah professional need, attire. Yeah. What is it out. called? Toddler granny, I think is the, the aesthetic. Yep. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. And no, so I think that these like brands. It's like how much of it is rooted in a, an earnest desire to to be inclusive, right? Like Everlane just featured a plus size model, but there's not actually plus size clothes in their range. Or yeah. Fenty, which oh, is... Oh, snap. Stupid Ashley, what's her face? Graham. Yeah, Ashley Graham is now doing a line of jeans with somebody, and she, I think she lies about her size too. mm I don't hate her. No. I just don't care about her. She's not <laughs> as significant to me as she seems to be to so many people. And she is now doing a line of jeans for uh, a company that doesn't carry plus size right. jeans. I also like on the Ashley Graham. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On the Ashley Graham tip, I also want to like point out like the problematic of the hourglass, like plus size gal, right? Like, so there's like a Thick. lot. 
the thick, right? The the thick thick PS, which is like the like PS fat Beyonce and thick Rihanna, like whatever, fine. (laughs) But like, but there's a difference between that and Lizzo, correct? Right, correct, right? And like, fuck yes, Lizzo. That's the other person I will say. Like, if you need any positivity in your life just please put lizzo's coconut oil the entire ep on repeat you will feel better about your life and then go to her instagram and then throw money at her and go to her shows and buy her records because she's dope as hell um she's good as hell if 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 if, if i may um but no but i think that there's also like an over glorification of a of a simply like bigger version of what an quote unquote normal body is like if you're not the 36 24 36 but you essentially blow out those proportions to be a little bit bigger <laughs> yeah right like you just like multiply them by a factor right. of like 0.75 or what have you math is hard the nipped waist. then like yeah. and with a nipped waist and whatever then like you're still technically hot you're just a little bit thicker and like again that's not what body positivity is per se it's saying hey you have visible like tummy you have like uh like you know you have uh, an apple shape, which I hate that we make us fruit. Uh, also, I, I think- used to I used to work I used to work somewhere, and it wasn't it was letters. It was like X shaped, A shaped, T shaped, and H shaped. Whoa! And it was I like, like it was than, not fruit, and it actually worked a lot better than like apple or pear. Like it actually works really well. We can talk about it offline. Yeah, yeah. But like it actually like makes more sense, and like it there was a way to dress every shape Letter. differently so that you would get like think of like literally what drag queens do is they literally right, do right, right. they want to do the hourglass and they want to make girl it's like, what Beyonce do, does why yeah. do you think she always right. got big shoulder pads on yeah yeah so and to that I mean I, I don't want to go into this specifically but um, the idea because uh, I grew up with all of these like dress to fit your shape yeah 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 um, and that is all rooted in the, the word flattering Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at Virgie Tovar has a lot to yep. say about flattering and like, like if I want to wear something that shows my visible VBO visible belly outline that thank took, you. That's that took a that very term. long time for me to be able to wear the body con the yep. like, the like, like tight slim things. sexy yes. dresses um, and now I love them but it took me a long time. Yeah. Yes. Like I one time left the house in one. I was like, I feel sexy. I look sexy. I left the house. I walked down the street and I was like, nope, can't do this Got today. Walking around, turning around. Yeah. 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 And uh, I that was a big hang up. I used to wear Empire waists almost exclusively. Right. Like, and I still like a baby doll cut, but I'll I'll go in for the other because fuck flattering. Like I get yeah. to decide. And that's from what the is thought, on my body. And that's from the thought of like, you, this is something you should be covering up yes, because this it's is un- how you hide unflattering. It's respectability things. politics yeah. yes. for bodies, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and so many people who are now like, "Well, I like a little meat on the bones as long as she's healthy." Mm. Um, and there is a concept called healthism that is becoming something that people are more and more buying yeah. into, where it's like, "Oh, well, it it as long as long as you're this, as long as you're that," and that is inherently ableist. Yeah. Um, we have a tendency to blame people in larger bodies. Uh, as a knee-jerk reaction like if you have health problems it is because of your fat and it is your fault yeah skinny people never get diabetes right right skinny people never have knee back or hip problems yeah. right yeah never no uh-huh yeah it's crazy um and you know and that <clears throat> that whole thing snowballs just from your personal preference like people we'll hear people talk about it in dating a lot we're like well it's yep. just my personal preference it's my personal preference um that's fine uh, you could maybe take a moment and examine your personal preferences and see if they're rooted in some sort of prejudice or bias. Right. Yeah. Um, but it spills over into healthcare. Yeah. 
Um, I have a friend who recently had a grapefruit-sized tumor um, removed that her doctor didn't catch, didn't catch, didn't catch because she is on the larger end of of the size spectrum. And uh, it's thank God it was benign. Yeah. But can you imagine... A doctor who wouldn't put their hands on you yep. to find that you had a grapefruit size. How does that even like go? I mean, that's a whole other story. But like, how does that even go unseen? No like unseen? Uh, that's ridiculous. There's no. Well, I mean, fat shaming doctors. We could like do a whole other episode yeah. just on that. And some of us, some of us, um, like the way I'm, I'm more pear shaped, um, and. I feel like I could have at least a golf ball sized tumor somewhere in my abdomen and not know about it. Yes. Um, but we don't necessarily. If you don't have a good relationship with your body, you're not. Touching mm-hmm. yourself Touch, necessarily. Yes. You might be like, ow, what's that weird cramp? But you might not like. Oh, like I just. Yeah, like whatever. Around. Yeah. You guys are missing me actually smushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really lovely. We'll uh-huh. do a boomerang of me smushing. Yeah. Okay, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, that was one thing that I was going to say is that I feel that like if I've learned anything in the past like five years, it's in, in this realm of the world. It's that like someone wasn't born someone that's a, a size 18 wasn't born a size two and then just like ate a bunch of food and like got bigger. And that <laughs> was like a size 18. Accurate. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's, and not that like, I really thought that before, but like really thought about it and been like, no, like this isn't like your body is your body and you're at homeostasis when you're at homeostasis. It's not your choices and it's not your, and it's not your like, it's your genetics and it's like who you are as a person. I mean, it's, it's that it's also look, some people gain weight, because of right just because that's genetic you know that's just how their body was programmed some people maybe they've experienced a trauma yeah other people they like take med there's a lot of medications yes yeah like as somebody with two with like two immediate family members who have um autoimmune disorders a lot of those medications are steroids to suppress your immune system and those make you gain weight yeah yeah um i mean i Eating will do it too. Yeah. But you're not a failure and a, a morally degenerate person if you got fat from eating. Yeah. Right. Right. You're And you still deserve good treatment, nice clothes to wear, a, a, a per- person to love, pe- person or people to love you if that's what you desire. Yeah. Respect and from your decent healthcare decent provider. fucking good healthcare. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and also the same opportunities at work. Work, housing, all that. Like, yeah. All those discriminatory things that like go into any kind of privilege. Yeah, beyond being able to ride on a fucking airplane without <sighs> someone behind you being an asshole the entire time. Right. Now, there is Beside the you, customer of you. size thing. Do, do we no. want to talk about customer of size things? Oh, I don't know anything about this. So there are things called, like, generally this is at, like, amusement parks. Also, amusement parks are not great for larger bodied people, although I hate roller coasters, so it's not really an issue. <laughs> um, but things like roller coasters or airplane seats, you can get, like, a seatbelt extender on airplanes because that's a real thing. Yeah. And but, if you're worried about asking for one, you can buy your own and bring it with you. Exactly, yeah. And I know that there's people who do that. Um, but there's also, like... If you go on to certain like websites, I want to say it's Southwest Airlines yep. has something called a customer of size policy. That's like specific things that you're entitled to as like, you know, like your rights as a larger bodied person so that you don't have to, for example, buy two airplane tickets just because you're a larger to bodied person the, to, to fit, fit in, in the, the seats. seats. I will say I am a, like I said, I'm a size 14. I am not first of all it's the most popular size in 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 america right now like it's not like i'm some like 
out non-normative body. Yeah, I and yet airplane seats suck. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. I mean, they just suck. They just suck. Like they suck for me. Like I, like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not great. No one's, no one's ever comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And the disparity in price between uh, a seat that I can sit in comfortably on an airplane and a coach seat, right, is horrifying. Exactly. Even if you're paying in miles, right. Like it's, it is um, punishing to poor people. Right. Not even to poor people. Right. But then it's sometimes like an eight hundred dollar difference. Right. Which further serves to isolate people in these already marginalized bodies. Right. Like so it all just sort of yeah. Yeah. There's another great blog called I called Flying While Fat. Um, Love it. And there is a Facebook group called I think it's called Disney Parks for Plus Size. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Um, and that is has been really helpful. So I think Lillian knows more about this person than I do, but the Algo app. Do you know about Algo? Yeah. Let's talk about Algo. Yes. Uh, So it's sort of like Yelp, um, but with like a a lens for size. So um, it is, I don't know if it's still in its beta, but they definitely got got their funding. Um, Go check it out. You can go download it or sign up to get updates if it's not all the way out yet. Um, And I have always, so New York for me, there's a, a place in Midtown called Don Giovanni's that my friends always fucking want to go to. And it's got delicious Italian food. And I am almost too wide for their bathroom. Mm. And I am oh. most certainly too wide for, I, I, I have gotten to a table there. And if it's in between other tables, if it's on an uh. end, it's fine. There's no room to scoot the chair out enough for me to get into. Right. And I've been, I've been there with, smaller people who were like um what are you even thinking this whole table needs to be taken out so uh, uh there are also larger people who can't sit prefer not to sit on stools um like i don't i yeah. don't dig that or chairs with backs things like that so this is a review site that is crowdsourced where anybody can go in and talk about like oh be I, like, oh, I check is, this out yeah. can so we, we all go can right. we all go Got so it. it's, it's accessibility right um so it also has to do with like wheelchair accessibility and right. things like that but it's accessibility in a way that a lot of people don't even think about think about like i wouldn't really think about if i because like yeah right like, i wouldn't but think you've about been or... in some in some new york restaurant oh hell yeah you're like are you even no kidding? or like where they pull the whole table out so that i can like fit through like i'm squeezing by and like knocking they someone's wine right. glass over with right. my my ass butt, with my yeah. butt my yeah like, ass like, yeah yeah like knocking people's stuff over and literally like them pulling the, the table out so that i can like sit on the yes. On the right. in like the Monsieur. booth, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah, Redonk. yeah. So I'm really proud of those folks yeah. for making that happen because it's something that I had thought about for quite some time and I didn't know how to make it happen. And I started making some noise about it again, and people were like, "It is happening! It and is happening <laughs> in Seattle!" And yeah. I was just like, "Hooray!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope, hope they make tons of money. I do too. No, no, no. It's so good. I think what we're seeing now with fat acceptance and body positivity is so much because we've democratized media to an extent in so many ways is Mm -hmm. that just so many more people have voice and have access. And I think you're really seeing that show up here when you're, they have the access to create something like that. Like it's not something where you have to be like, you're like, Oh, I wish that like this clothing store would just like, would just like come out with the clothes that I want to buy in my size. Like you can actually make this app where they're, there you can tweet you know at I mean? them you, you can you know tweet I mean? at them like you well can, but i mean right. not even that but i'm saying like the app the all go like right. it's like you can they can just make that themselves and no, i don't have to wait around like no. demanding someone else make this right, someone right. could just go make it themselves right right and then there's also i will say like there are people like um like a christian siriano who are like these more like mainstream like even like at the high end 
that are doing the work and that are saying like, this is super important. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let Leslie Jones not have a dress. He did another thing too. Who did he just do recently? Didn't he do someone else? Oh, I saw it. I forget who it was. That was it the gal from this is us. Maybe. Oh, yes, maybe. yes. And they were like, she was like, no one will like, no one is offering me a dress. And Christian Siriano like tweeted her just like the like raised hand emoji. Yeah. And was just like, I'll make you one. Yeah. He's doing the Lord's work. Like yeah. he's really, I'm, I'm, Sometimes I cry when I think about him. I know. <laughs> In a happy that's way. Real. And yeah, I think yeah. he's probably, the other thing that's funny is that I think that he's probably like 5'1". And oh, like so that's, probably so that's weighs 90 pounds. You know what I mean? So like that's he, another reason why a, a lot of people are, are very, very lazy. Um, <coughs> by the way, um, Mallory Dunn is also a, a, on the smaller end of the spectrum. Yeah. And um, it is possible to learn how to design clothes for larger bodies. Yeah. You just have to learn a couple more things. Right. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's too hard or it's too much fabric. It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, these other people are figuring it out. Right. Yeah. So what did you not learn at FIT? Uh, right. Well, which to be honest, maybe they don't teach that at FIT. Maybe that might be, but a, I think, a course but issue, I think the but other thing is that like, think about the designers that like sit on the laziness of just being again, the hourglass, like, Oh, I'm going to, do for the or not even just like the drape like right. model like, with a, a pillowcase and they're like what a lovely sheath dress you know yeah what I yeah, mean? yeah yeah <laughs> whereas like you can actually like there's so much more variables to like actually play with and Tailoring. like make different yeah. couture the, things like that you know what i mean yeah like you can make a piece of artwork because you're thinking outside of the box because you're not just like fitting a yes. beyonce who is like obviously just going to be like exactly what you want her to be you right. know what i mean right 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 yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said for that. I also want to, if I if I may pivot us a teeny Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Cool. So we've been talking a ton about, and obviously Lillian's and my experience is as cis women in the world. I, I would be remiss to have a conversation about body positivity and did not shout out the struggles of fat men who we never talk about. And you brought this up last time, yeah. and it, I literally think about it all the time. Good. I seriously think about it like almost once a week, I think. So I, first of all, I want to talk about like um, how much I love you, Winston Duke, if you're listening. That's the dude who was the, the, the chief of the Jabari tribe in Black Panther. Climb that dude like a tree. But um, also Thirst Aid podcast, if you're listening. Wait, which one? He was, oh, he's like the one that they go to and they're, they're like, like, we need oh, your help. We're really going to eat your people. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, we're yeah, vegetarians. Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. Hot. Um, but like shout out to the men out there who are like doing the things um, because there is virtually no representation aside from like your average fat guy, skinny wife, TV sitcom, yeah. like pilot. Like you said, like, like Kevin James, Kevin you James, like, Kevin is, James like is always like, child yeah. of this shit. And I just, I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin James. I don't see you as a sex symbol. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Um, get a, get a that's fat not wife. His brand. That's not what he's it's going true. for. It's true. He it's doesn't true. care if you think that way. Exactly. He doesn't have to. Exactly. But I want like, I think that I want to see, we so desexualize fat men. Um, unless also they live up to like a specific beauty standard too, like in like the bear sort of community, like there's an acceptable thickness that comes with enough muscle, but just like a, fat or thick we don't even have the terminology to talk about men well, in this well, way and the thought of it well one you said uh, you had said before like you were like what is kevin james always is, just plays like a buffoon like he's never right. like an intelligent human being he's no. never a something no, he's always we like are the, allowed to laugh at fat people yeah. and presume right. that they're gonna fall down and make us laugh right and they're not, and not in an intelligent way like chris not farley being an chris christie yeah, right like yeah no but i think that i would love to see more representation again 
for people who like look like that. I would love to see like a whole cute set of hashtags and things like that. And I think Lillian has a good. I'm gonna f- turn it over to her. I do. So I encourage people to follow Chubster, C H U B S T R. Um, Bruce Sturgill is the mastermind behind that. I just love him. I love him. I love um, his Instagram, and uh, he has now got a podcast called Heavy Conversation, which is uh, two guys, Bruce great, and Jody. Great title. Um, yes, talking about plus size stuff from a fat guy's point of view. Um, and I haven't listened yet, but I'm very excited. They just launched it at the oh, like June fourth. So amazing. I'm, I'm excused. I have, I'm adding. <laughs> I've them had on my some Instagram. shit to do. So, and w- I'm sorry, but the first photo on their Instagram is somebody wearing the gingham pride romper from Target, the men's pride yes. romper, because there is this year both a ladies' pride romper and oh my god, a oh my men's god. pride romper. From not Target? to be not to be gender normative, on, binary normative on this one, but. Whatever. Everybody can wear everything. But this is a like pink seersuckery gingham-y romper. It comes apparently in extra, extra large, um, but and only up to like a double XL. But it's spectacular. It's pink. If that is a size range that is accessible to you, I highly recommend it. Um, there's also a, a romper there this year. Target's Pride section is always fun. And there's also one that's like a... Um, it has unicorns, like sort of geometric rainbow unicorns that my sister rocks. That's amazing. I know. So while we're talking. I rem- wait, I remembered my thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I th- <laughs> um, the the other thing is like any of those characters, like Kevin James's character or any of these characters that are like, pl- like Jack the Black. bigger guy m- yeah. men on TV, they're always like, yeah, they're not attractive and no one finds them sexy, but they're like, they're the safe option because like if like an attractive woman like Leah Remini's character will marry him then he like oh he'll never leave me because he's mm-hmm. gonna be with me forever mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know what I mean because yeah, like, he couldn't have like any way. a backbone or like right. confidence or like be able to like get with someone that like finds him attractive right. so he'll like just be with me forever because right. like look at him right right exactly. correct like, yeah 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 and I mean the storyline in Mike and Molly I can't even watch that show uh, because Never I find have. it's just they're just sad and trying to lose weight all the time. Boo. Um, uh, something that I was thinking about when you were talking about the binary thing. Um, that's also uh, size discrimination is a huge issue for trans folks, too, mm-hmm. um, especially sp- people who are aspiring to a, like a masculine presentation. Yeah. Because if you are a female assigned at birth um, and even if you just want to pull off like a dapper look and you're not you know, that's not your whole identity. Yeah. Uh, the curves and the weight distribution can be really hard to fit masculine lined clothing. Yeah. Even if you're not trying to pass certain stores, any like everything in a men's store is just cut exactly the same way too. That's the other thing that like, that's something I am frustrated with with fashion is that like, I want something like, you know, there's like, I sometimes will have like a oversized, like oversized has like been happening recently and I love an oversized look. But like other than that, like everything is cut exactly normal. Like, you know what right. I mean? Everything is cut like exactly how it's been cut for the right. last right. what hundred years. Like a t-shirt is a t-shirt is a t-shirt is a t-shirt. It takes, you have to go to a store like Topshop or Zara or something else to like get a shirt that's not going to be, right. t- you know what I mean? You have to have a store that's not American Eagle or Hollister or, or Abercrombie to get something that's not just like, if you don't fit in this exact Right. box then you're fucked certainly like models you know like male models are very normative size range right like and you can certainly get shirts that are more 
slim cut or pants or jackets for men that are more slim cut, but like in a in a fuller cut or in a you know in a more roomy I guess cut. Yeah, you're like looking at like the big and tall store. Yeah, which is not fashion mm. per se. Yeah, I would, I would say I would say big and tall store like is casual the, male, is the, casual male, casual XL. male, right? Is like the pretty plus of of like Sears. adult yeah, men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be uh, like I'm tired of talking about this, but I fashion for me is is political as a larger person. Yeah, but it's really not something I've ever felt like I um, even aspire to be fashionable because I've always just tried to make it work. Got it. As best as I can with whatever the hell I can find, and thankfully, I can find things that yeah. sort of fit in with how I kind of want to be. Um, but bef- but before we go off of fashion, the other issue about having clothes only available to you online um, is that it's also very um, it is it's also very classist. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because so if you are ordering clothes, yep, you have to have a credit card or at least a bank account. Yep, you have to have a place that is safe to have things delivered to. And I lived yeah. in buildings in New York where people would steal our shit all the time. Oh, I live yeah. in one right and people now where say, well, just have it, have it delivered to your work. What if right. you work at a place that you can't have things delivered to I mean, or I where your boss even. will get upset? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. There's also, if it's something that's delivered to you through the post office, you then have to return it if you don't like it through the post office. Mm-hmm. And that means you either have to get up at an incredible crazy time or you have to take time off of work. Right. So all of this, when people are like, oh, you can just order it. It's another yeah, like it's way so where easy. people it's have blinders one on. click ordering. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Right. And that makes me. And one even so, like, think about, like, even, even if I'm looking, like I just said, like, if I'm looking to buy something that is cut differently from, like, exactly what I'm wearing right now, which is just a normal, like, standard T-shirt, I'm going to a store that is not H&M. And it is not, like a rainbow or like a, a store that is a lower price point. I'm going to Zara, which is not cheap at all, or I'm going to a high end store where I'm spending over a hundred dollars for a, right. for an item. Side note, rainbow does have bigger plus sizes though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it depends, but yeah. also like what is a three X for them oh, might yeah. actually be a 12. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, all of this just points to, so is our money not green? Um, right. And this has to do with with flying and with with any place that is um, catering more, more to the, the thin ideal, um, which then goes further to the thin white yep. ideal. Um, it it's it's going beyond saying we don't know how to do this or we don't think there's a market for it. It's straight up saying like when the Abercrombie and Fitch guy was like, I don't want fat people shopping yeah. in our store like Lululemon did the same. They're thing. not worried about our fat green money, they don't care. They right. can get plenty of money and maybe even more money from slender people who might not have to bump into the likes of me while shopping at their store. The horror. I know. Their their thin fragility is so real that they can't possibly even shop in the same store as a fat person. God forbid. I've had I've actually had people tell me I actually like to know if there's not plus size in, in your store, but yeah. maybe I'm not even shopping for you. I've had people come up and tell me that they don't carry my size mm. in a store. Like I'm about to have a pretty woman. Like a pretty moment. woman. Yeah. I yeah. was like, yes, please. Yeah. Um, but big mistake. Anyway. Um, what I, well, yeah, you could be, but like, like you could be shopping for a gift. Exactly what you just right. said. You could be shopping for someone else. I have thin or friends. Jewelry. Yeah. 
right? Or oh god, yeah. Right. Jewelry and shoes are every fat girl's closet, so, just bursting with the things that we can actually buy when we're out shopping with our friends. I'm problematic about shoes because I have wide feet. Oh, my feet are the worst. That's not right. That's but a, that's a blanket statement. Right. I'm more of a, like a lipstick is a is like everybody's favorite sure. thing because everybody has like earrings. lips for the most part. Earrings, yeah. right? Yeah, because earrings are like more. Even because, like, don't forget, like rings, necklaces, those fit p- different people Can differently. Fit, yeah, right. Yeah, earrings are a good equalizer and yeah. lipstick. Can I bring up a, a thing that happened just recently, please? I do not keep up with the pageant circuit. Um, <laughs> I did see this though. Yes, but apparently, um, oh. uh, they rolled this out at the same time though that Miss America is getting wet, rid of the swimsuit. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I heard about that. I did not hear that they're hoping to be more size inclusive. Um, but that gal, um, oh, who's the gal that made everybody mad at the correspondence dinner with the curly red hair? Michelle, uh, Michelle Wolf. Yeah. Michelle Wolf. Um, yeah, she was like, maybe don't roll those out at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, if you're like, well, we're going to have larger people in. This, right. And, but, but we don't want to see them in a swimsuit. And the suit. way that it was like written was like some, like, I remember reading it and being like, oh, like, cause like, we're not going to have the swimsuit portion because like. Why would someone that's bigger than all these rails on this stage like not? Why would they ever want to go on TV in a swimsuit like that? Yeah. Would be, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. assuming that like oh they hate their bodies and like they would never want to be seen right. in a swimsuit. No, so we're possible. like taking that out so that we can then like allow people that that right. don't right. feel great in their bodies well, to like yeah, like possible. assuming that about people. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And it could have happened autonomously, but um, the signaling that mm-hmm. is behind that which I guess is sort of like a social justice warrior word, but like there are things that are coded that people who have um, experienced microaggressions, which are tiny aggressions like death by a thousand cuts. Um, if you experience this kind of thing all the time, you're very sensitive to it and you, yes. you go and it's the kind of thing that people like to gaslight and say, Oh, you're overreacting. Or you're being crazy. Nobody really means that. Um, and it's things that are very, very real and not only pile up, it's the, the things that can be ignored that then serve to keep people oppressed. Right. And that's not obviously, obviously not just with size acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Not even a little bit. No. But the fact that they came out at the same time is definitely yeah. S- signaling. Yeah. That we don't want to see fat people in bathing suits. And or even not fat people, even people larger, slightly larger. So what you're saying is that I should try to get into the Miss America pageant and then make my evening gown as bathing be a swimsuit. As yeah, like just be a swimsuit. I'm pretty sure that's what you're saying, <laughs> right? With like right? a sheer, yeah. with like a yeah. sheer yeah, yeah, thing with a to the floor to yes. like a caftan. Like, to like, Girl, you yeah. know I love a caftan. I'm gonna just like put a sheer <gasps> caftan on. Tell me, yes. my friend Amara Strutt. I was just at the Burlesque Hall of Fame Weekender in Vegas. Yeah. Um, nice. And she is amazing. Um, she had a caftan that was all um, the Golden Girls faces. Yes. Sort of like this cat dress. Yes. But a caftan, the Golden Girls. It's very so in right now. Like the, gonna, pat, the face pattern. Yes. Like it's very in right now. So I'm going to ask you the same question that my roommate asked me when I told him that I ran into a guy on the path train that had on a Bebop and Rocksteady from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt. Why didn't you mug her for oh, that dress? I know. I like oh, her too man. much. People would have fair. noticed. Okay, fair. fair. That's she amazing though. Missed. Fair. <laughs> um, I'll allow it. It, what it, can I take this in that in a different direction? Yes, just absolutely. Really this is the first year that I've gone out to Vegas for the Burlesque Hall of Fame Weekender, um, and what it is is it's a celebration of 
people who were stars in the golden age of burlesque um, who actually will still get up and perform, which is incredible. So there's one awesome. whole night where it's all older folks who are it's like um, old timers day at the all and baseball but yeah, for burlesque. Yes. And with a lot more dignity, quite frankly. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and I got to meet a lot of them and it was incredible. And then the other three nights, um, one of them is a competition and the other two are showcases. Uh, and in the, I was excited because I got to meet up with people who I know through the, this um, Facebook group for larger bodied burlesque performers through the entire weekend. <clears throat> the other, and the other shows are like, Four to five hours long. Yeah. So let's say let's say twelve hours of programming. Uh, there was one host um, and two performers who were over a size twelve. What? Um, and then, uh, as far as like othered or marginalized bodies, there was uh, a performer who is a little person and uh, a performer who is in a wheelchair. And, wow. Um, that was it. And I have heard that this tends to be um, like this, that this particular burlesque situation tends to be like this. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. It really fucked me up. That's It fucked me up. And I wasn't the only one. Like I was talking to some other people and they were like, I'm having this, they call it glitter crash when you come back from (laughs) something like that. But we were all like, why do I feel like my art is like that nobody wants what I have right now because representation matters like <laughs> tremendously i think that's shocking to me especially because most of the burlesque spaces that i find myself in and it's probably in part because we live in Lily- new york <laughs> no because lillian bustle was my gateway burlesque oh, true <laughs> and lillian produces shows that feature a variety of bodies and then has introduced me to other producers like victor devon like um Bunny Buxom, like um, Frankie Keister. Eleanor, yeah, Anya Keister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And like um, Leave Alone, Velour, and like all these other people who really also very intentionally produce shows with a variety of bodies represented. So that's like all the more shocking to me because I feel like the shows that I go to, see, yes, there are quote unquote straight size or smaller than 12 size performers there who are cis and white and in no way marginalized but they're in the minority mm-hmm. i feel like at most of the shows that i go to there may be one or two performers that fall into that but then there's like a a, a beautiful rainbow coalition and and variety of other bodies that you get to see in those spaces and that's part of what makes it so great yeah it's shocking felt, yeah and that's i mean so i did um i did a ted talk called stripping away negative body image and it posited that seeing seeing various bodies varying your visual diet will actually make you feel more loving of yourself and more accepting of other people. Um, and I argued that burlesque is a great way to do that. Now I do know that different markets are very different. There's lots yeah. of there's lots of um, places here. There's lots of places overseas where it is. It's like when you think of a Vegas showgirl show. That is strictly what they cast. Yeah. Um, or like, like, like Showgirls, my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, know me. Mad at Showgirls. <laughs> um, but but yeah, those, but would, what you think? Like those people, right, the body. Yes. If you wouldn't see them dancing in a bikini on a cruise ship, <laughs> right? You and you, you can picture exactly what I'm talking about. Then you wouldn't see them on a burlesque stage. Um, I'm very grateful to be in an area where that's not not happening. Right. Yeah. But there are a lot of places where it's still like that. My thing um, is I am trying to find out if people are not applying to the Burlesque Hall of Fame because it culminates in we crown our, our king and queen. 
every year. So this is as far as North America goes, like the the ultimate right honor. It's and the if, Pan Pacific Grand Prix of of burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I yes. had to sneak in a strictly yeah, Ballroom no, reference. But, oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, I was like, is like, that what a the sports hell is thing? That? Yeah. No. no, I've seen strictly Ballroom. <laughs> it's like regionals. Exactly. Strictly. <laughs> um, but is that? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you right when you first said it. it was like, applying. is that because you're not applying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, could I, you have been on that stage and you weren't? That's a good point. You know what because I mean? I did not apply because I have heard X, Y, Z. That it tends, they tend to look for more classical people. They tend to look for thinner acts. So I don't know if people just aren't performing or aren't applying or if they're not. Also, it's a $50 mm. application fee for that particular festival, which is two or three times what it is for any other right. festival. So I feel like there are, I can think of enough larger bodied people who I would love to see perform there. The other person I didn't mention before that's also an awesome producer is uh, Fancy Feast. Yeah. She's dope. Um, I would love to like see like just a slew of the New York crowd just like inundate them with applications. I will gladly underwrite one of them. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I would gladly consider that like a, a part of my like money investment in a more diverse burlesque community i've already decided that i'm going to do a fundraiser hell yeah do a fundraiser and i don't know how we can pick the people who um whose application fees would be covered but i feel like it's a silver tusk award subcategory yeah yeah exactly so um so but the the general consensus in the burlesque community and which should be in every other entertainment industry is that if you feel like people aren't auditioning for you or aren't applying to your show um, that are diverse, if you're not getting a diverse pool, that you should go find them, that you should go out and make it a concerted effort. If you live in the middle of the Midwest and everybody around you is is white, that you should maybe try to go out of your neighborhood mm-hmm. um, and find other people who maybe you can like do burlesque classes with mm-hmm. and bring folks right. into your show. Um, Don't wait for them to come to you. That's obviously much harder if you are doing a tiny show in a, t- in a tiny town in a place where people are mostly white. Right. However, that should not be a big deal for the Burlesque Hall of Fame. Correct. Right, right. Vegas. Yes. yes. Right, the Vegas Burlesque Hall of Fame is not the Kenosha, Wisconsin. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Right, like, exactly. Oh, drop dead gorgeous. Let's just talk about all we the almost great wa- movies. We literally almost watched that last night and we started talking to Sam and uh, like we like got distracted, but I was like, this is a movie you need to be seeing and he's never seen it. So yeah. we'll, we'll be watching it very soon, don't worry. Good. <laughs> Brittany Murphy RIP. You were not you didn't <laughs> oh, I, I I like have a serious thing that I don't think that she overdosed on drugs and that it was asbestos in her house. But like, we'll talk about that later. Conspiracies. Anyway. Mm. Um, what are some things, is there anything else that, what else is there to really, to really get to before we do our like little wrap up situation? I mean, we obviously solved it. Yeah. Um, We solved that. We solved it. Right. It's done. Uh, I just wanted to give a cup, like a handful of shout outs in general and, um, like resources for folks who might want to dig in deeper. Sonia Renee Taylor. Uh, sometimes she just goes by Sonia Renee has um, a, a blog called the body is not an apology. Mm. She also has a great slam poetry piece that you can find um, that will give you chills. Weren't you um, on that website? No, you Alex did. Was. One. I did a different, you did thing. a different one. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Did you have an essay in this? In the body's not an apology. Oh, I, I have not. Okay, fine. I did a different thing called unapologetic. Yes. Okay. That's why and yes. it was like unapologetic right. women. So it was a photo series that I'm of in. you yes. yes yeah 
Um, Sorry, I hijacked your thing. No, that's <laughs> totally fine. Um, I also recommend the folks are looking for um, lovely, glamorous pictures of larger bodies to check out adipositivity.com, mm-hmm. which is a photo project. Adipositivity. Like, like adipose tissue, A-D-I-P-O-S. Activity. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, and I can say if like if you want to link Absolutely. to any of this, no, I'll find it. But it. yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Yeah. For a second, I was link like, in the show me. notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, run by Substantia Jones. She, I mean, badass. She's again. It's a one woman show where that's concerned. And um, uh, also, she like covers bodies in glitter. I just want to like say how awesome that is. Just as somebody who loves glitter. And what is it? It's it is. It's a photo project. And um, it's just like beautiful photos of yeah, people's bodies. Got absolutely, it. absolutely. And um, also, Fatitude is a movie. It's a documentary that's um, it's it's come out. I don't know if it's available for purchase now, but it's touring all over the country. If you're in the New York area, you can see it. August 23rd at DC TV in Lower Manhattan mm. and Virgie Tovar is going to be the special nice. guest for that. Um, and uh, Lindsay Avril, who's one of the producers, has asked me to help out with so I'm finally going to meet Virgie and Yay. I'm being excited. Um, check out Cat Polivoto. Check out Marilyn Wan. Those are OGs of the body positive fat acceptance movement. And check out Dietland. Yeah. The new AMC series, which is awesome. And also, I which my friend Jen Ponton is on. Yay, oh, wait, Jen. what's that? I've never, I haven't even heard oh, about it at all. Is, <gasps> is it aired yet? Yes, the first two episodes oh have aired. Yes, okay, I okay. haven't watched okay, it. So, I read the book, though. Oh, okay. And okay. what is it? What? Give me like a five second. Uh, so the protagonist is a, is a larger woman who... Is it scripted? Yes. yes. Got it. It's yeah, a yeah. novel. It's it was a novel. On, a that, novel by Sarai Walker. Okay. Um, and she was a, um, she consulted um, on, on the show. The, show. Yeah. I don't know these showrunner, whatever. Yeah. She's she not the consulted. She's she a consulted. part of the show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and so you come into this woman's life when she is very large and very sad about her body, um, very alienated from the community, from everybody. Right. And um, she discovers that she is basically being vetted to do a special like secret agent kind of thing. Um, and so she oh finds God, herself <laughs> embroiled You'll love it. You'll love it. in um, basically like, in like, like the beauty industry figure into she's, it. Well, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's she's writing. Um, so uh, there's a lady who runs a big fancy magazine. Girls write in and they need advice, and this woman doesn't have time to give them advice, so they hire right. this girl Plum Kettle to write back to these right girls. right now I remember. um there's this feminist movement that we haven't learned a lot about in the show so i don't want to spoil anything um but they have seen her shadowy underground yes. feminist movement oh, i do like a good feminist uh, underbelly wait this oh, is yeah. like hilarious i'm like obsessed with it already and I'm, and I'm, I'm, i know a, i literally is, know nothing about it i'm, I'm yeah, i already know i'm gonna it be is, watching it it's yeah. a it is a fearless badass book yeah so i hope that the movie or the tv show carries yeah. out as a through and it's like somewhat fantasy in the sense of like weird like uh, not fantasy like but dystopian like dystopian future yeah. but yeah. like then yeah, you yeah. discover that there's like a feminist terrorist cell that yeah. is kidnapping known predators and murdering them very publicly yeah so oh my god I'm gonna be obsessed it's really good <laughs> it's really good yeah it's, it's on AMC yeah. yes copy that mm-hmm. alright we'll be binging that tonight yeah. um, so obsessed that's amazing mm-hmm. Ooh, any other any other shout outs um I think that's oh I uh, plug my show if you we'll are do that later. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a few more questions before. Oh, we're going that way. Okay, I really quickly I always ask people I always ask people at the end of my episodes, what are some like easy if I want to be, if I've done nothing for the body positivity movement and I want to like 
I listen to this episode and I want to help out. Yeah. Or I want to like, I want to do How what, can what I can. Ally? How can I be an ally? Right that? on. Um, uh, the first thing that I would recommend is to, to eliminate diet speech from your Yes. Talk. Like even if you are following an eating plan, if you are, or when you're around people, um, who are doing whatever your eating plan or if you're crossfitting or whatever, like have your community where you talk about it, but don't make it part of your everyday posts and your everyday conversation with yeah. everyone because yeah. in the sense of like, same. if I'm on a diet or yeah. like, or if like, I'm like, if you're counting, if you're um, counting your calories and if stuff you're like that, like, what do you call it? Um, food journaling and like, you're on like fitness pal. Oh yeah. No, not please I'm, don't okay. fitness pal around your friends who are trying to like embody the radical notion of fatness and accepting that and just being okay in their bodies. Or got it, got it, got like it. find yeah. a community where you can have that. Because right. It's fine. Right. It's fine if you want to talk about that. But if it, if it is at your desk at work, oh, God, please don't start like a Weight Watchers oh, challenge at your job. Oh, my job has Weight Watchers. Um, One day I'm just going to go in there and blow the whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I And trying not to – just try. This is a hard one. Yeah, no, I this get it. This is a hard just, one. Yeah, yeah, but I understand. But try – the next time you have French fries, not to think or say out loud, I'm being mm, so being bad. bad. Oh, I'll never say that. Oh, my God. No. Right. French fries are my favorite food. It's but true. that's, that yeah. is. Beating them with but you. That's yeah. a big uh, thing where people are like, <laughs> I'm giving I can't do any of the, you need to get better ones because these are all no, things no, no, I can't no, no, even no, remotely. But, no, no, uh, yeah. no, but there are, um, no, but I think that that, right, the, yes. the ascribing value to food yes. is huge. The, like, I'm being bad. I'm so fat. Or like this comments. is so, oh I'm like this is so horrible because I'm like eating a burger. Right. Like and not like a veggie yeah. burger. And the next time that you feel bloated, right. think about think about how your body actually feels instead of just saying I feel fat. Right. Got it. Because yes. fat is a lot more than feeling uncomfortable. Right. And that's usually what people mean when they say I feel right. fat. They mean I feel ugly. They mean I feel like my clothes don't fit. They feel like my oh, my belly is my like, stomach is large full. because I, I just had a big in meal. Two days. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I'm constipated. Right. Right. <laughs> Severely Eat constipated. Some prunes. Yeah. And right. drink water. But think about what you're actually experiencing <laughs> instead it. of just saying yes. I feel fat. Right. Um, and then try, just give it a give it a try with out of positivity. Go in search of. Um, body diversity if even if it's just images yeah. Like, yeah see what it's like to expose yourself to different images and if you are uncomfortable with it ease into it let yourself know that you've been um you've been listening to society's pressures you've been conditioned to, yeah to, to buy into this crap and know that there are other people who are completely tossing it to the wayside right. and aren't buying into that right. anymore like remember that the entire weight loss industry is designed to make you feel bad about whatever your body is in its current state and yeah. to profit off of you. It's designed not to work. Right. If, it's literally designed not to work. If exactly. It, if it worked, everyone would be thin. Just if even just to right. get thin people to right. stop fucking making our lives annoying. Right. Like most of us would have just gone ahead and done it and been like, okay, I won. Right. And then I they would it. never need to give them money again. Right. right? And yeah. then, then they would close. Right. Um, all of these things are designed oh. to make you unhappy and take your money. Take your power back. Take your power back. Take your time back. Exactly, right. Subvert capitalism. Take your power back. The other thing I will say is just like if you're thinking about it, it is summer as we were recording this. Um, The only thing you need to have a beach body is a body and a beach. (laughs) Right. Uh, If you don't have a beach, I'm sorry that I cannot totally help you there, but if you live in a landlocked state. Pools count too. I'm from Arizona. Pools count too. Pools count. Any you can body take a picture of you can take yep. a you can yep. take a beach body picture in your Pool. fucking apartment. Exactly, yeah. right? Like that's all you need to yeah. have a beach body and any place 
that is selling you a beach body plan or whatever it is, or like, you know, summer's yeah, coming, like, abs are made in the kitchen. But, all those statements are ew. ableist and gross. Yep. But also, and like, all those things those just make people. you shit your pants the whole time. Like, none of this right, is Right, work. right, but, like, but, but, <laughs> right. But, like, yeah. I can't tell you how many places, gyms that I, like, won't go back to. Well, they're like, yeah. Because they're trying to profit off of that, as opposed to just, like, creating a gym that says, hey, exercise makes you feel good and probably helps you sleep better. Yes, yes And so exercise because it makes you feel good and in your body and like yeah. planks are fun. Think about <laughs> think about what that's like. Think right. about what it's like um, if you if you belong to a CrossFit thing and you are doing it because you like the way it feels and you like the way it makes you feel and you have an issue with a, a teacher or a leader. I don't know. What do they call it? Trainer. A trainer. I don't even know. Yeah, no idea. If you have an issue with no a trainer idea. who's always like, blast that fat. Those thighs, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. Maybe, I mean, if you're feeling brave, you could have a conversation with them about, hey, like, I would actually rather the focus be on how it makes me feel and how it makes me feel strong instead of trying to make my thighs disappear. Right. Which, P.S., as a woman, if you're doing strength training, is not right. something that's going to happen. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. I would also say question as far as to the, to the make your thighs disappear um, conversation. <sighs> Feel entitled to take up space, yes. especially for women. Women are constantly told to contract. Yeah, and like to you're in the way. And like, space. sorry, sorry, right? sorry. Like, there's a reason they don't call it women spreading. They call it man spreading because <laughs> men don't feel bad about taking up space. Generally, women are told not to try. You know, if you're also thinking about this, if you are a bigger bodied person, or even if you're not. Start thinking about what would it feel like to be comfortable taking up the space that your body is entitled to take. That's yeah. very thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. spend so much time, whether it's out loud or in our heads, apologizing for the space yep. that we take up. Yeah. Yep. Which is like sort of what like the theme for like for that apologetic, unapologetic woman piece like that was like the major thesis of what it was about for me was yeah. like feeling entitled to take up the space that want to be who you want to be exactly, exactly yourself and not have to exactly. be someone else's version of who you should be exactly correct yep um interesting that you said about like the working out and like the like these are all great things if they make you feel good i've been like recently trying to like eat less meat and eat less red meat mm -hmm. in general because like i love a steak and i love mm -hmm. a hamburger mm -hmm. and i'm just like and i feel a lot better when i sure. don't eat that much stuff and it's just like in, it's interesting especially for like to to have that echoed of like, of like, oh, that feels great for you and that makes you feel really good. That's great. Right. Not right. like, oh, eat whatever you want and like nothing matters and blah, 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 blah. Right. And right. just being like, do whatever makes you feel good about yeah. yourself and like makes you, your body actually feel good. But there's such a morality attached Correct. to that. Yes. There's such a morality. Like people feel noble and they feel like, that is the only way they can claim their power is to have control over right. their bodies and what well, they're eating. And, yeah, and so much of the time, we don't actually have control over our bodies no matter how hard we try. And so much of the time, um, I don't have the statistics, but people who are um, cycle dieters yeah. are, are, are almost positive. Like if you go on one diet, you're probably going to go on another. And yeah. if you go on many diets, you're probably going to get an eating disorder. Right. Or just, yeah, I was literally going yeah. to interrupt you and say, I don't like that. Just literally immediately just goes right into eating right. disorders. There's also or just disordered eating, eating. Which is a little bit different. Right. Yeah. And, and there's also orthorexia, which is like, a what is disordered thing. eating? So disordered eating are like the people who it's like, well, I'm only eating this food today or right. Oh. Or like just, you know, it's, it is a form of an eating disorder, yes. but it's more, it's not, under the rubric of like anorexia or bulimia that we commonly think of as being eating disorders, but there are other ways of being of eating of disordered eating that is not either intuitive eating or it's not eating in a way that 
that nourishes your body and whatever that definition is for you. It's the obsessiveness about like, well, is well, having this having the it? control. That's correct, the point correct, is having correct, the control correct, of correct, over what like, you're putting in your body. Right. Like I have a friend who recently lost a tremendous amount of weight. And like, that was a choice that he made. And he's recently decided that there's like a, 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 an affectionately, a body part affectionately known as a love handle of, of weight on him that he would still like to lose. And so therefore he's like doing this very intensive, like macro focused diet and he can only eat certain things at certain times a day and in certain quantities. Yeah. And I don't know why he has that much free time and I would love to direct him to other actions that he could be spending his time on. But like, I said to him, I was like, is that going to make you happy? Is like not having that love handle like, and then, and what, and then you will have all the love in your life and like everything that you ever wanted. Like probably not. No. And also most people who lose a dramatic amount of weight. Gain it back. Uh, no, well not oh, just well. that. Like if you've lost that amount of weight, you have a lot of extra skin, skin yeah, which is really gonna, what yeah. it probably is right. on yeah. this person. Uh, if, yeah. if folks are interested in knowing more about how that works, um, Matt Diaz, you can find him on YouTube. Um, and he did a wonderful, and I, people don't like the word brave, whatever. I think it was very <laughs> brave because men don't talk about this stuff. And, yeah. it's true. and people who have had weight loss surgery or have lost a lot of weight very quickly don't talk about the extra skin and what happens yep. next and yep. that makes people think that you can just become a thin person right i without many surgeries will never be a thin person no matter how much right weight I lose. yeah right um uh there are in addition to the fact that so when i was on atkins um and i lost 100 pounds uh and and to be fair learned to cook for myself yeah um, An, like a good there skill. were there a were a lot skill. of great byproducts um, that came out of that, but, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm grateful for what I put yes. myself through. Yes. Um, I, uh, look back on the pictures when I was my thinnest and I never felt thin. I never felt right. thin. And right. I was probably at my thinnest. I was, um, 180 pounds and I was a size 14 verging on a 12 and that was almost into the straight sizes. And I was like, Oh my God, here's my chance to be a thin person. Yep. And then I had many deaths in the family and a whole bunch of terrible stuff happened. And I was like, I can't be this rigid with my eating yeah. because I have too much other stuff. I need to, to deal take with. care of myself yes. in a different way. Um, and I look back at those pictures and I'm like, wow, I didn't see myself. When like, do I you couldn't even see like, myself. recognize yourself in right. those photos? Like I feel that sometimes like that's one thing that people like, I will say it made my lips look really big. <laughs> Nice. When my face nice. was much thinner, nice. I was like, they're so plump. Look yeah, at you're that. Like, yeah. Kill them. Get them. <laughs> Fuck it up, as they would say, as the kids would say. But I didn't Um, even have any nice clothes at that time because all I could afford was Old Navy. And I almost feel, and not that we have to launch into this whole conversation, but like I almost feel that like it's a common misconception that it's like, you are just like, oh, you're just someone who just like wishes that they were thin so badly. Right. And they, right. you know what I mean? And like, if only I could be thin, like that would be like, yeah. everything Dialing would be better. Like kind yeah. of what you were yeah. talking about yeah. earlier with our friend, but like, like, no, it's oh, not our like, friend. This is a different person. Oh, actually. Oh, copy that. Mm-hmm. Um, is like you, you're just like ever like, and we've seen 8 million bajillion movies about it, but like the thin person you know I mean? trapped yeah, like, inside I'm trying the to be that. Yeah. I'm like trying right. to be thin so badly. And that's right. just like not what it is. And like, Correct or incorrect? Am I? Yeah, no. I mean, everybody's on a different journey, right? Yes, that's not what it's for me. For me, I definitely there was a definite period in my life, and and this has like really absolutely affected like how I like date. For example, to be like when you when you grow up with certain images and messages that like 
as a fatter person, you only get to like, there's not every, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And I'm a pain in the ass on top of it, just like as a personality perspective. So like you're narrowing that dating pool. <laughs> you're insufferable. So right. But it's a nice ass. But, um, <laughs> but no, but it was very much like, well, I should be grateful for whomever wants right. to date me. Yeah. Because so few people will even want that from me because I'm a larger bodied person, which like P.S. It's funny because like that's like the inner monologue, but outwardly I'm extremely confident. And so I have never really struggled tremendously to like find um, to find partners or to like to do that. Like people are I've not ever had like experiences where no one's attracted to me like post like high school awkwardness, which I will sort of lump into which, several but categories. Like everyone, but like that, right. AKA everyone but in the world. But 100% like does my body shape affect even to this point, like your dating life, who I'm attracted to yeah. dating life, things like that. That's a whole separate conversation, which like for insight into that, I recommend listening to the, um, this American life episode, which I shouted out last time too, with mm-hmm. Elna Baker's story in particular, which is yeah. so problematic, but so fucking real. Yeah. I think it's just called the fat episode. Yeah, I think so. Just Google this American life and fat. Um, but I think her, her story in particular is about like this yearning to be thin. Like I would say by like age, like 20, 21, like I lost a lot of weight in college, but I basically weigh now what I've weighed for my entire adult life with a few exceptions. So we're like going up in grad school or coming down at some point, but like within a reasonable range of it, which reasonable, I mean, but everyone's word, weight fine. fluctuates all the yeah. time. Right. Exactly. Correct. But like, yeah. this is generally where my body is. And I kind of just had to be like, cool. Like, sure. Could I go on some like extremely restrictive diet that would maybe allow me to lose 10, 20, 30 pounds and be in a more conventional definition of 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 thin or average or something like that perhaps but it's not really appealing to me i like my life too much and like you know flip side of that my roommate and i had like he had a friend over last night and he brought i guess it was like a half gallon tub of ice cream that dude split that tub of ice cream between the three of us now it was a terrible idea because humans have evolved to not process lactose yeah <laughs> it was a bad idea from oh, like yeah. a digestive standpoint but there <laughs> but i want to like but i think that's a really good point like there's a difference between saying this ice cream is going to make me shit my brains out and I should not eat a substantive yeah, chunk Yeah, I will be it. gassy for the right, next like, two days. Will, yeah. Right, like I, will, like I will wreak havoc upon your bathroom. And there's a difference between that and saying it makes me feel fat or it makes me feel like that. Like, right, or like, like I'm oh no, bad. this is so bad. Yeah, right, right. Like I'm being bad, right? Like, no, like I'm probably not doing the nicest things to my intestines right now. That's a completely different conversation. And that's an okay to me conversation to have. Because it's ultimately about what's making your body feel oh, good. All of the other stuff is completely removing you from that. Right. It was very hard for me to actually be like, what makes me feel good? Right. What, what, oh, wait, a sugar crash is a real thing. Like I right. was so out of tune with my body. Right. Yeah. Just, just considering it yeah. like a vessel for my brain and my personality that right. I, I wouldn't even notice what, what food made me feel good and what made me feel right. Bad. Right, let alone what kind of movement makes you feel good versus what doesn't. Right. Like I am a person who has like some injuries and things like that. I actually had to quit CrossFit because there was no way for me to adapt the routines. Well, it's like, it's like very impactful. It's like, it's, it's, high, high, it's impact, like high impact. And like right? I have like yeah. some, like some disc issues and there was no way for me to adapt that routine to be modified for my body so that I could access that kind of workout. Well, which is also kind of, again, like what, from what we were talking about in the beginning is like being inclusive in the, the right. you know what I mean? Like right. you were, you're yeah. like not like 
physically able to do to Correct. do right that kind I of stuff. I can't do fifty burpees. Yeah, like, I have. Yeah, like, oh, I would never discs. even even if I wanted to find a fitness group, I would never start there because, uh, uh you. The pressure to keep up is yep. so intense and I would feel not only like a failure, but the fact like that I was holding other people back. Right. Like if we had to do a certain number of laps and then come back and I, do a thing before we could do right. something else, that's like my gym class. Well, nightmare I don't need all to relive again. junior high. No. Yeah. It was shitty then. It's just as bad now. Trust yeah. me. Having done it. I like I'm privacy. So I'm not a group fitness yeah. oh, person. I, you, I'll do a yoga want, class. Do you want to see my gym yeah. whenever we're done with yeah, this? Because yeah, I, it's, I work out like too. in the shame of my apartment right. as, I, as girl, a, American girl, should. I will, like, I will zoom with you. We can work out yeah. together via Zoom Literally, from our respective apartments. I have a whole gym in there. You want to do, yeah. do shit? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I got it. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to a fucking gym. I look like an... And like, again, I'm a thin person. I've always been a thin person. I'm pretty sure I always will be a thin person. Right. And I've... <laughs> I'm I'm and I'm an athletic person. I'm not, but like I hate working out. Yeah, I hate the clothing that I have to wear whenever I do it. I hate yeah sweating. Mm-hmm. I hate like you know what I mean. Like I don't like it. Yeah, does it make me feel good whenever I go on a run and it like come back right. and it was a really good run and I feel really good? Right. Yes. Are there times when I do it and I'm like I want to literally kill myself? Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time, yes. Yeah. And it's just like that. I feel like that's another thing that's kind of like lumped in with like, oh, you're fat. So you like, I'm like, Hate I'm, exercise, I'm right. 150 pounds and I literally, right. and I'm 5'10 and, and I like will always feel exactly the same way as you just said right now. Sure. And there are people I want to like shout out. This is a good Jessamine Stanley shout out. Yes. Who's like a fat black woman doing yoga. And she does, she has a book now. Um, also like another good thing, if you're just sort of trying to figure out what this is, like yoga is such a completely colonized form of exercise by like oh, white yes. women. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and like, look, I say this as somebody who like, I love doing yoga. Um, I love like yoga with Adrian on YouTube, who is like herself a thin white woman, but who is, do, does good work about like making sure she does yoga for different body types. And Jessamine Stanley is herself like in a marginalized body who found a real connection to that body through yoga. Right. And, and how it, and, and making sure that, and trying to democratize it to talk. And she talks about the classes to nature and the race, racialized nature of yoga classes yeah. and things like that. So she's another person out there. Yeah. Doing awesome things. Also check out Roz the diva and her plus size pole dance stuff. Oh Yeah. Roz the Diva. Roz, R-O-Z, the Diva. I already love that name. The Queen and, Diva. And it's pole yeah. dancing? Uh-huh. I'm going to, okay. Yeah. Copy like that. Big Frida just so plays wait, in the background Diet all the Land, time. Like Diet Land <laughs> and Roz the, Roz Roz the, the Diva. Diva. Copy you. I'm going to have to check Going to have to write that down because I'm going to be, you oh, know. Yeah. I can, yeah, and this is YouTube? Um, this is wait, YouTube Roz and she Di- teaches uh, She teaches in New York City, but I think she teaches in other places too. Oh, so this is someone I can like excessively find. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You could go take her class. Okay, copy you. Let's go. All right, let's, I'm all over that. Um. Any final thoughts? Anything else that you feel, or like just any other nuggets that you well, feel that we haven't ways. spoken about? Any takeaway? I mean, just as a word of encouragement, uh, everybody's on their own path. Yep. And I know that Rebecca and I have used the word fat a lot. And it's okay if you are in a larger body and you don't associate with that word fat because that is a word that is has been used to hurt, destroy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I found power in reclaiming it because for me, it's like, well, it's as if somebody had been insulting me my whole life by telling me I had a nose. Right. Uh, it, it, yes, you're correct. It's, an, I don't, it's right. I have a body that I don't need to be ashamed of and I'm not sad about it. Um, and also it wasn't overnight for me. And, and usually for mm-hmm. most of the activists that you hear. Yeah. Usually it's not overnight for them either. So it, we all have bad days. Mm-hmm. We are all trying to figure out, even from week to week, how we feel. Um, 
try to find a community where you can talk about it. Try to yeah. find, I mean, whether it's Facebook or a meetup group or whatever. It doesn't have to be a therapist. It doesn't have to be a right. guided meditation thing. Yeah. Just find like-minded people, people who are on the same place in your journey. And then maybe find some people who are a little further ahead that you can look up to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, People, yeah. The, the, the power of a, of a commiserating eye roll <laughs> should not be underestimated. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's one of the things that bonded us so Yeah, I so think so, too. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, I think so. Right? Like that. Because it really, what, it, what does it like boil down to? It boils down to being seen. And especially when you've grown up in a body or are a person who's been marginalized, who has suffered those microaggressions, there's only so much you can do to end those microaggressions, but just having like another person who can like see you and can understand you in those moments is so incredibly powerful. Yeah. You can't change how people treat you, but you can work on your reactions to yep. that. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. And that, that is just little tufts of power that you're pulling back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, yeah. Thank you both so much for sharing your stories. Absolutely. Again, for you. And thank you seriously <laughs> sure. for being here. I'll come and talk um, about that with you anytime. Yeah, Chris. we can do this. I mean, we can do this again. I also really want to, oh, I'll tell you later what I really want to do because mm-hmm. you're already in it. So I've already okay. signed you up for it. Um, Tell us about <laughs> where can we find your podcast and where can sure. we find you online? Yes. Um, So you can find the Body Podcast. It's uh, Body Pause, P O S C A S T. Um, it is the body podcast on the website.com um, and everywhere else. It's just body podcast. Um, and that's on Twitter. It's on our Instagram. It's not very exciting, but um, Mine you, should, you should find us on other, <laughs> uh, other I have ways. My moments. It'll be my fat Kini soon again. Season <laughs> yes. again soon. Yeah. Um, and do listen to us and, and like rate review, subscribe and like, but let us know what you actually feel about, about the podcast. Um, and also I, um, you can find more about me at lillianbustle.com. You can find me performing all over the tri-state area and coming up soon at the Bucks and Blaze Burlesque Festival, which is the first uh, I love this. first all-plus-size burlesque festival in North America. <laughs> really? It's in Austin in July it's because in Austin. somebody did not get the memo about like sweat. So <laughs> so here's the thing. Ginger Snaps is, the, is one of the people who competed in um, the, the Vegas yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that I was talking about. She did. She's a little like shaped differently for me but about my same size and did aerial, an aerial number that it just made me cry i was so happy amazing um and uh find find out more about this come come if you can but bucks bucks and blaze burlesque festival and i've told it's a dry heat that's why yeah. I'm, I'm told Copy not that. to be worried yeah. about great, that I'll ask <laughs> um, yeah. all right again thank you guys so much thank and again you. you guys know where to find me you can find me at the crystal rosa you can find the show at loud and curious you can find um the website is loudandcurious.com. And again, you can email me at chris at loudandcurious.com or go to my new blog, um, Attention Seeking Homebody, which is at <laughs> attensh.com. If you haven't seen the pictures, you should get your eyes on it at the Crystal Rosa. <laughs> Yay. Um, Thanks all so right. much for having me. Absolutely. Until next time, bye. Bye. This episode of Loud and Curious was produced by me, Chris Rosa. My cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo. Cover art graphics and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones. Next time on Loud and Curious. There's just no need for you to be so hostile with me at this point and time. There is a reason you don't get it. What you're implying, it can literally tarnish everything that I've built. 
Giselle and Robin approach the arguing group, but hang back and start commenting on the fight that's ensuing. 